And because my boobs are so swished in here, it's itching my skin. Yeah, it's possible. I probably have some dry skin right now. All right. Are we ready to do this? Yeah. Let's get it. All right. It's a pineapple party. Oh, we got polyamory too. What's that? You want a kink fest? A little BDSM? Well, buckle up, buttercups, because we got that too. It's the Kitchen Sink ENM and Kink Podcast. Oh, it is the Halloween episode. Yes, that was perfect. Sound show right? number 13, recording on, on Friday. Friday. We couldn't have planned that any better. No, seriously. Like, no, if we could have, it would have been if it happened to actually fall on the 13th. Yeah, well, but yeah, that never happens because Halloween's on the 31st. Well, obviously. So if you're dyslexic, it's the 13th. I mean, I've been dyslexic for <laughs> the last, like, two weeks. So I'm going to say it's the 31st, or it's the 13th. Okay. Good enough. Mm-hmm. So good. Uh, this is the Halloween show, and Ooh. we got some some different stuff for you today uh it's not gonna be our normal you know for the most part i mean we are gonna have all three segments like usual but uh a little bit of a variation of it yeah just a variation a spooky variation (laughs) so uh let's go ahead and get into the first segment uh when we're going to talk about swinging Mm -hmm. and uh what are we going to be talking about we're going to be talking about our Halloween costumes that we enjoy wearing when we go to oh, the costumes. swinging parties and gotcha. events that they have. Okay, so what do you like to wear? Well, usually something slutty. No shit. I mean, I'm kind of wearing something slutty. You are. Yeah. And for our OnlyFans subscribers, they get to see what you're wearing. Yes. It is definitely, I'm, I have my black leather top mm-hmm. with my titties like all up in my face. Oh, yeah, they're pushed up pretty good. (laughs) Like, play the bongos. Oh, my God. Ow, yeah, you can. (laughs) Yeah. They're they're definitely kind of squished in here. Um, And I got my little black shorts and my fishnets and my shiny PVC boots. Yes, you do. It's like a combination of, like, stripper yet hoary something. I don't really know. I I don't know what it is, but, I mean, it's hot. I mean, as long as you like it. And I have my knife, too, so... Oh, yeah, your... My your stabby, stabby, bloody knife. Plastic, blood-filled <laughs> knife. Ah, yes. It's not real. No. Only fans, just so but you know. Yeah, just so you know. It's fake. Got it at Walmart. Um, But, yeah. No, I love wearing anything that makes me feel sexy when I go to a party. Um, Like, I know a lot of people really get into wearing their costumes, and there's definitely some pros and cons when it comes to that, Um, just because there's some costumes that you put a lot of work into it, Oh, yeah, for sure. And it might be hard to get out of it when it's time to come play. Yeah, see, that was always my gripe about Halloween parties. Like, I love the Halloween parties. Don't get me wrong. But when it comes down to actual, like, the reason we're there, you mm-hmm. know, to play with other people. Um, as a guy, you almost don't want to pick the women that have, like, super intricate costumes because it's going to take an hour and a half for them to get out of it. Yeah, that would kind of kill the moment, wouldn't it? It's just a little. <laughs> or, like, if they do the body paint thing. Oh, like, yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know for sure, but I'm, I can't imagine 
uh, it would be safe for the vagina if you got some paint in there, you know, from, I like mean, if you got some on your dick and then you're. Yeah. I mean, I, w- I guess if you're super sensitive down there, um, yeah, it may not. Time. Yeah. That may be a bad time for you. Like but, I know for me, that would be a no go. Right. Because my lady bits would be like, what the fuck you doing? We are done. <laughs> and I'd be like, what? I wanted to have fun. Yeah. And then too, like you also have to worry about. You know, the sheets and everything. Well, yeah, because if you're at a hotel takeover, we all know those sheets are white. Yeah. And if you got body paint on, we've seen all colors of body paint. I right. mean, you've got everything from orange all the way to like dark green and blue. And you do not want that all over sheets. I mean, it could definitely get on you too, but right. like, you can take a shower. Yeah, I mean, but. like, I, I don't know. I, I don't really mind getting the paint on me. That's mm-hmm. not really the issue it's just if it becomes a problem during play and then you know you have to stop what you're doing and kind of takes you out of that moment well yeah think about it too if you have like body paint on and you know it's covering your nipples like is that really going to taste good if you want to be like licking and can't be sucking on on titties if they're covered in paint no i mean (laughs) i know i was born in the 80s and you know i probably ingested plenty of lead but uh (laughs) try not to do that in my older years yeah, no. I mean, you could definitely go for like the whole pumpkin eater thing, but <laughs> yeah. I'm we'll not. see. Here's what I envision in my head. Okay. If a woman has her ass painted like a jack o' lantern, mm-hmm. which is hot, by the way, um, if I'm doing her from the back, now I'm going to have like a whole region of orange yeah. down by my dick. Yeah. And like my dick's going to be about the only thing that's not orange. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. I mean, it might be a little orange depending. I mean, I'd feel bad for her if it was orange because then that means she's got some orange inside her. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And not the, not the good, the good kind of uh, dick insider, you know? Nope. Definitely not. (sighs) But yeah. So like I, I love Halloween parties. Don't get me wrong. It's just when it comes time to play, it can be kind of frustrating sometimes, depending on the costumes. Right. Yeah. Now, my question is, is what do you find as like an attractive costume? Attractive? Honestly, um, I like the nerdy girl costumes. So like, like Thelma? Oh, that's <laughs> that's my girl right there. And you're like, oh, yes. Um, but like, not just your normal stuff that you would see, like. I like when people bring out their nerdy side okay, with their costume. So if it's, you know, like an old cartoon character or um, a character from a comic or a book or, you know, something like that. Okay. I think that's pretty hot, especially when they pull it off well. Yeah. Um, now, the other women that just dress like whores like they do at every party, <laughs> I mean, that's still hot too because... I mean, who doesn't like women dressing like whores? I mean, they're definitely walking around very confident, so you're going to be attracted to that. Right. And mm-hmm. it's it's eye-catching. We're not saying that the other costumes aren't, but when you're walking around like you own the place and you look like a hot whore walking around, you're definitely going to get some head turners. Yes, and I mean, that's been your experience. Yes. At the hotel parties that we've been to, because um, we've never really done like costume costumes not really. Like, um, I think the one year I was a cop. Like, yeah. You were a cop one year. And then the other year, 
What were you for our first Halloween? Or did we wear that one twice? No, I think I was a cowboy. That's right. Yes, we were the cowboy and cowgirl was our first one. Yes. And then I was the cop. Yep. And then I was the stripper. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So um, I think as far as like what I like on women, I mean, obviously, if I'm attracted to you, I'm going to be attracted to you, whether you're all decked out or wearing my favorite stuff, like the nerdy stuff, mm-hmm. or if you're wearing a fucking paper bag, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> I mean, we have seen, I think we've seen trash bags before. Yes, we have. <laughs> and like burlap sacks and everything else. Yeah, we've seen that too. Uh, and as a photographer at the hotel parties, it was always cool seeing all the different costumes. Cause oh, yeah. when you're just a guest, you don't always get to see everybody at a big hotel party yeah because they don't make it to you or like there's just too many places and too many people yeah so as the photographer you know that's like the one party that everybody wants their pictures taken so yes we we would have lines oh for hours we would be there for like four straight hours no break Besides maybe when there was like the switchover between like the dan- the DJ or not the DJ, the comedian to like the dancing and stuff. Yeah. That was the only real time we saw like a very minor break. Right. And then all of a sudden, like as soon as they were like done, they're like, oh yeah, we gotta go get pictures. And then we'd have like another line again formed. Which is crazy. And I mean, it's good because that's we got- how we made money. Right. But uh, just seeing all the different costumes and people's creativity was always fun yeah i think my favorite one was was it the avengers couple that had the light up uh the blue and red light up sword or shields on their backs uh and they had almost like the bodysuit that they had on they weren't painted but they almost looked like they were painted on yes uh i believe that was captain america oh it was it was a star so Yeah. yeah it was captain america yeah that was a good costume that was a good one i think that was my favorite one so what about you, like, for guy costumes? Because guys don't usually get all decked out. I mean, they're usually doing whatever their significant other tells them to do. So I'm not a whole, like, give me something fancy that a guy wears. Like, I legit would be A-okay with them, like, in the clean version of construction clothes. Like, if they made it, like, a twist of, like, uh, like no sleeves and you know just like clean pair of pants and like their their loggers or whatever that for whatever reason does it for me so you just basically want like blue collar guy and clean and clean work clothes yes now that's one version though okay Okay. because i also like the whole firefighter look okay i mean that's kind of what a lot of girls are like ooh. um but another one that really gets me is the viking Okay. Yeah, I could see that. That one, I think, especially if it's like done really well. That kind of plays into your whole Jason Momoa thing. Stop. Oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> I don't know if it plays into that, but it definitely, it turns me on. So. And that's all that matters, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> I want to be turned on. Yeah. So uh, Halloween's super fun. And yeah. there's a ton of parties going on this weekend. Absolutely. I'm sorry. And my, we are my, my titty is itchy. totally fucking bummed that we can't be at any of them. Yeah. It's definitely <sighs> kind of a sucky situation because I miss that. Like, that's like the party I always looked forward to the most. Yeah. Besides New Year's. Uh, our friends, uh, Sybil and Juan the Pool Boy, 
they were at a big party um, up in Indiana, I think. I think so. This weekend? Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, you got all the ones up in Pennsylvania that all of our friends are oh, going yeah. to. Yep, IPG is this weekend. Yep, and you got Paradise Club mm-hmm. and the Corral. Oh, my gosh. Everybody's got something going Charisma. On. We got nothing. Yeah. Got nothing right now. We're, hey, we're doing a podcast. Yeah, that's all that matters. At least we're doing something. We are doing the devil's work. Yes. Yes. But the devil needs to make this nipple stop being itchy. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Uh, What kind of demons are you fighting? (laughs) I don't know, but they need to... Itchy nipple demons. They need to make my nipples feel good. (laughs) They need to, like, up their game. Uh, Yeah, so... uh, (laughs) Those are some of the pros and cons about Halloween. Um, And I think... A big con that, that, that we should talk about for newer people is the fact that it's Halloween. And if you have kids. Oh, yeah. That's a major con. That's going to be tough to make it to events. Because yes. depending on where you live and how your area does Halloween. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like it was when we were all kids. Where, where we actually went on Halloween. Yeah, when we went on Halloween. And, and that was the only night you went. <laughs> you went to, you know, you knocked on doors for five hours. Right. Now it's trunk or treats. Right. Which is ridiculous. I mean, like I get it in today's day and age. It's safer, you know, for everybody involved. But it just kind of takes the whole fun out of Halloween, I think. Well, it it does because one, it's during the day. Like today, I had one at two o'clock. Yeah. Like that was the weirdest thing. And then the next one was at four, and then I was finally done at six o'clock. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can I can see how that's uh, not very fun. No, and it's not even. We're not even at Halloween. <laughs> no, we so, still have two more days. I know. It's crazy. It is so, and and then you still have stuff tomorrow. Yeah. And then finally on actual Halloween, you've got the well, Halloween, you, well, you but have there stuff. might not be a lot. Well, you have stuff Saturday and Sunday and right. then Halloween. Right, right. So it's like three days of trunk or treating. Seriously. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to deny that because, man, kid, give me some candy. I know, right? I've been driving your butt around. She's got to pay the dad tax. <laughs> the dad tax. <laughs> yeah. So... But that's a big con for you parents out there. Yeah. Um, you know, because you may not be able to accommodate getting to an event, you know, especially a big event where it's a like a hotel takeover. It's a multi-day thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because those are usually your Friday night check-ins. Yep. And then, I mean, a lot of people didn't really come in on Fridays, but if you really wanted to. On Halloween have, they did. Well, yes. No, like on Halloween. Yes. That was definitely. Because we were always there Thursday. Yeah. And then. People start showing up Friday afternoon. Yeah, and people would come in a lot sooner. Yeah. So make sure you think about that. Um, but the pros are, there's tons of pros. You know? Yeah. Hot it's people just, everywhere. Super yes. fun costumes. Everyone seems to let loose just a little bit more than they, all the other parties. They do. You know, so like I feel like there's more play that happens mm-hmm. on Halloween than almost any other like holiday party. Yeah, I think so. Because people are just they're out there to have having, fun. Let yep, the freak flag. They're having a good time. Their freak flag fly. There we go. Freak flag fly. That's yeah. a mouthful. Yeah, it will be. <laughs> Boom. Good one. I like it. 
Uh, so, keeping in the Halloween spirit here. Oh, yes. We are going to talk about ghosting next Ooh. in our poly segment. Yes. So, I'm sure uh, swingers and poly people and monogamous people alike all know what ghosting is. That is when someone you are talking to or, you know, potentially in a new relationship with just disappears. Disappears. Like they walk through a fucking wall and they're gone. Yeah. And you're just left there hanging like, what just happened? Yeah. Where'd they go? And it sucks. It does. Um, And it's sad that it happens as much as it does, that we actually have to have a topic on it because it's, I mean, it happens everywhere like you said and i mean we've experienced it multiple times where you know we've met somebody they seem to be you know really interested in us things are going well conversation went great via like skype basically Mm -hmm. and then just out of nowhere just stops completely like the like it was almost like you felt like you were like pulling teeth to get them to continue to talk with you Pulling teeth. Pull, I mean, disappearing. Oh. What kind of crazy shit are we doing here? Lots of crazy shit. <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer shit. Hey, I just want to take some pictures. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect. You, you know, I really wish that we were at a party right now and I was doing pictures because I would use that fucking line like all night. Oh my God, you would. Yep. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> oh my goodness. But yeah, um, ghosting is definitely seems to happen a lot. And I, I don't know if it's one of those things where, especially in the poly life style, where like they feel like it's too good to be true. So then they just pull away and therefore it just ends up making it that you get ghosted. Yeah, I don't know really if it's completely that. I, I think that when... Because I'm usually the first one to talk to somebody. You are. So I think they kind of enjoy talking to me. They say that they're bisexual. Yeah. And then when it comes time to add you into the mix, uh, they just get overwhelmed, I think. Yeah. I mean, we've, I think that's happened a few times too. Or they see you, you know, like they see your pictures and stuff and they're like, huh, um, I'm not as pretty as this girl or, you know. Which like I find that crazy. insecure thing yeah. that, that girls do, like, well, Where they compare what themselves. could they possibly see in me, you know, if she's as hot as she is, you know, which I think is stupid too, but, you know, yeah, we, all, we all have those insecurities and we do. things that make us do stupid things. Yeah. I mean, it definitely, it, it sucks when that happens. Um, and it's very, uh, I guess you could say. Uh, because it's happened so often, I always wonder if that is kind of what it is, is that they are intimidated. And like, I feel bad because like, that's not me. That's not how I want them to see me as or anything like that. But I get when they're like that because I do the same thing back and they might be like, oh, she's so pretty. But I'm going and looking at them going, oh man, she's gorgeous. Like, you know, what, what does she offer that I don't have? You know, like I do the same exact thing right back. Make sure you're talking into your mic, by the way. Oh, so sorry. Yeah, you're like looking at me talking. Well, bef- 
We changed my, my we changed my angle. I know because you were bitching because <laughs> the camera the couldn't see the boobs. I know. Sorry. Jesus. Sorry if I sound so far away. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh it's definitely aggravating. Mm-hmm. And it's happened to us so many times. Almost to the point where we've been like, you know, do we even want to keep looking for somebody? <laughs> I mean, that's that's definitely true. Um and I think it's just for lack of a better word, just frustrated from it happening so often. Right. I mean, it's it's just one of those things where you really get your hopes up. Especially when things go really well. Like Right. The first like week or two of talking, mm-hmm. everything's going super good and you think, man, this one could really work out. Yes. Oh my God, I hate that. You get to that part, exactly that. You're like, oh my gosh, I think this is it. I think we finally found the one that is who we're looking for that's going to, you know, check all of our boxes for you, all the boxes for me. And then you do, you get your hopes up and then like a bomb gets dropped off on you and then it blows apart. Right. And I I don't know. It's just, I hate when it happens Mm -hmm. and sometimes you want to be, you know, that asshole that goes off on them and, you know, make yourself look stupid. But you have to refrain from that, be the bigger person, and just move on. But, man, there's times where you just be like, oh, fucking hate you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know if I would go to that extreme. That's because you're not a Scorpio. Um, I mean, <laughs> I'm an Aries, so I'm stubborn, and I do get mad. But mine, like, builds up over time, where yours is, like, instant. Yeah, and I have problem with grudges yeah so like once you do me like that it's it you're on my fuck you list forever i mean it's it's true so basically don't piss them off and be on on that list because you're done for (laughs) yep so uh i mean is there any tips that you have maybe that could possibly help prevent somebody from getting ghosted um is there anything that you feel like works you know, or at least prolongs the the communication. I would say what the only tip that I can say that I think does kind of help, and in a way, like you said, it prolongs that from happening, is just to keep trying to carry that conversation. So whether it be, you know, you call them once a day um, just to try to talk or just text them and, and just say good morning, you know, and just say, hey, I was thinking about you. Hope you're having a great day. Um, you know, just small things like that. And if they, you know, send a few messages back, great. Just try to keep some form of a communication line going. Um, that's really the only thing that I found that prolonged the inevitable from happening. Eventually, I haven't found anything else that really made it stop from happening, period. Yeah, I wish I had tips on it, but being a guy, it happens to me all the time like even in the swing life yeah. you know I'll be talking to somebody online that like we met in one of the groups or something and we'll be talking 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 and then poof they're gone yeah I mean I know I'm terrible at communication in general so like I feel like when the conversation has gotten really really slacked off that's when I'm like, okay, maybe I need to do more on my part. And that's when I'll reach out and I'll, you know, check in and and just say, Hey, how you doing? How you been? Just to try to 
you know, stir up that communication again and get things moving and hope that it does that. Well, I think for a woman, mm-hmm. it's not as difficult to keep like the conversation going because it's always expected that the man keeps everything going. Like we have to show you interest for you to be interested back. Right. Cause if you stop showing a woman interest, they're going to just completely walk away from you. Right. Which is why like in the monogamous world, so many men are deciding to stay single because you know, you're basically just an option to women because if you're talking to her, you can guarantee there's 10 other people talking to her. Oh yeah. And if you stop communicating and she stops communicating well, with you, she never will. Like that's but, the thing. Like, right. Yeah. Like unless she actually was still interested in you, then she would reach out to you. Right. You have to be at the top of the ladder. Yes. You're right. There's basically a ladder with females. So if you're not on that top rung, if you stop communicating, you can guarantee she's not going to reach out. Right. Until there's nobody else on any of the rungs below you. Then you'll get a, hey, I haven't talked to you in a while. How are you doing? You know, that type of bullshit. Okay. So that is true. But I will also say, and not only because this recently happened that I hadn't heard from somebody. So I reached out and messaged him. And I did say, like, hey, how you been? I haven't heard from you. I was not really talking to a whole bunch of other guys. I've just been really busy working. Um, And I fell off, like, the planet for a week. So it's not always that case where, like, they were talking to a bunch of other people. But the the majority of the ladies, that is what's going on. Right. And, I mean, I'm not just talking out of my ass. This is what our friends tell me, too. Like, that's what they do. Yeah. I mean, I can even attest to it. Like, I'm only saying what I just said because it just recently was what I said, but that wasn't actually the case. So in that situation, it was different. But um, yeah, no, it's definitely how things are when it comes to the females and how they're they're ranked with who all they're talking to. Right. And if if us guys stop communicating, the shitty part is the woman will then be like, oh so-and-so ghosted me yeah (laughs) it's like no we just stopped initiating the communication yeah like that's what really pisses me off as a dude if we stop the communication then we're still the bad guy because we supposedly ghosted somebody yet the other person for the last you know say month if i don't say good morning i don't get a good morning like. Yeah, then there, there's then there's that aspect then too, where you know one person is putting in all that effort and the other one is not showing any effort whatsoever. Whether you know it takes a while to answer you back or they just don't answer you back at all. At that point, yeah, you're gonna stop trying to talk to them because you're wasting your time. Where you could eventually find somebody that you can talk with who actually wants to talk to you and shows that. Right. And no, I. It shouldn't be that you are the one ghosting because in that aspect, you're legit not. You did your part. They failed on theirs. Yes. But that's just the mentality these days. It, I mean, it's sadly, that's what we, it comes down to. We even see that in the vanilla lifestyle with just our everyday friends that oh, yeah. like you can go weeks, months without hearing from them unless you were to message them. And then they're like, hey, how you been? Right. 
So it's no better. <laughs> so hopefully this Halloween you're not getting ghosted. I hope not. The only type of uh, ghosting you should be getting is getting a sheet pulled over you and maybe banged underneath it. That's about it. I mean, that sounds good. Or, I knew you were coming up with something. Or, you know, get some of that ghost dick every time you yawn. You oh, know, yeah. That, <laughs> you'd have no idea that you'd get... Oh, yeah. <laughs> ghost dick is fun. They got to be fast, too. Fucking... Lightning. I, I, I'm pretty quick. <laughs> That's not a good thing, is what she said. I mean... <sighs> pretty quick to put in my mouth, yes, but not pretty quick to, like, get it done. <laughs> All right, so what do we got next? Um, Well, next is going to be our, I guess we can do our scary segment. Oh, okay. We can do that. All right. So our scary segment is... On behalf of Halloween, we've all experienced scary things, whether it be using toys, during sex, and some oral experiences. So, I know I have one of, I think, my f- most gut-wrenching, scariest moment with a toy. Mm. <laughs> so, I was making a video for my OF, and... <laughs> I was using one of my bigger uh, butt plugs, the one that has like the little red heart. It was a pretty little jeweled one. And I was putting it in there and I was, you know, playing with it back and forth. And um, I got in a crouched position and it went all the way up, including the jeweled end. You lost your plug in your booty hole. I did. I was scared. So I was Anna, so scared. Hey, well... Just be glad that you got it out because if I had been home when that happened, you would have gotten anally fisted for the first time. Oh my God. Because that's like literally how you get it out. I just bear down really fucking hard. (laughs) Well, sometimes that doesn't work. Well, I was... And you got to go fishing. It happened so fast and like, like it was at one point, it was in my hand. Like I had my hand on it and then it was gone. (laughs) So that... That butt plug ghosted you. That butt plug ghosted me, asshole. <laughs> Jesus. It was, um, it was the most scariest gut-wrenching moment of my life. And all I could think of was, oh my God, I'm going to have to go to the emergency room. And they're going to be like, why do you have a butt plug in your ass? Like, Because that's to- where it fucking goes, I bitch. Mean, yes, but- obviously that's where it goes. But like, we know we live in Alabama and now I'll be like, yeah. I was making content and um, I had an oops moment and it got stuck and it went all the way up there. It went bloop. Oh my. <laughs> but hey, I got it out. So, hmm. Let's see. Scariest moment of my life. <laughs> well, toys wise. Yeah. Uh, I did have a scary moment with one of the, uh, the toys that I got sent from one of the companies to review. Oh my God, you did it. The, uh, the spinny one. Yeah. Okay. Now, the instructions that come with these things are fucking terrible. Yes, they are. Because they're all Chinese junk, you know. And whatever is in English is like a three-worded <laughs> sentence. Yeah. Like, I, I couldn't even figure out how to turn this thing on. Like, that's how bad the directions were. Dang it, that is pretty bad. So, apparently, you need to make sure that this, like, little cup thing that has the, the silicone knobbies in it. Mm-hmm is seated on the 
the drive motor thing okay so that it can spin right well from taking it out of the box and all that it wasn't seated oh so i finally got it turned on and i'm pushing the buttons and i can hear it you know and i got my dick in there oh no your dick's already committed <laughs> and like it only goes in on, on that toy like i don't know three inches okay maybe four all right so it's kind of like the end of your dick all right which is of course the most sensitive Mm-hmm. and it tells you to use a small amount of lube okay so i basically just put enough on my dick to get it through the the silicone vagina lips that oh. are that that's on the cap okay so and nothing really that went into the tube yeah okay and like i mean i i think my problem was that opening in the silicone lips is super tiny like i think it's like for asian dicks oh god okay so it basically stripped all the lube off the end of my dick as i put it in oh no and then i was kind of like shaking it like almost like jerking it off you know uh-huh. to see like why is this thing not moving well it must have got seated in place and at this point i had pushed so many buttons i don't know what the fuck it was doing but it was on like hyperdrive mode Oh no, this is sounding terrible. And when it finally started turning, it felt like I just got a rug burn on the tip of my dick. Oh god. And I like ripped it off so fast. <laughs> oh, so it was almost like your dick almost got decloved. Oh my god. It Yeah, like it felt like it was getting scalped. Ow. So oh, yeah. that was pretty fucking scary cuz I thought I was losing three to four inches of my dick and then i would have been fucked oh my god that would have been a bad time that would have been a very bad time and a huge bloody mess yeah so luckily that didn't happen it just felt like it was getting torn off so did you ever use that toy again oh yeah okay like you figured- I'm, I'm a man but okay something bad has to happen at least five or six times before i'm like you know what that's probably a bad idea <laughs> okay this is true okay yep so that makes total sense. So how many times have you used it? Like three. I can't find the charger for it. I actually like it now. So it died. Yeah. All right. Yeah, because so I, like, I don't use toys often. You've because, got like two or three more tries to be like, yeah, fuck this toy. Well, I'll have zero <laughs> tries if I can't find the fucking cord. <laughs> well, as of right now, you're at zero. Yeah. So. We only have like a drawer full of like twenty I know. freaking cords, and I went just to start plugging I them in. Went through all of them, and none of them fit. Well, then you're gonna need to go through the bin. I did. <laughs> oh. I'm, yeah, I'm upset because... Did you check my side? I, yes. I've got like four on my side. Yes, I did. Oh, man. I'm just trying to help you. But I do really like it now. Okay. But the the trick is you got to put lube in the, the uh, cup. Ah, uh, so before you put your dick in there, you got to squirt some lube inside. Yeah. And then uh, you have to like super lube the lips on the outside. Uh-huh. At least if you're like of average size or more. So not Asian dick. Yeah, because it's a tight, tight fit. Tight, tight fit. Ouch. Like, I could... And it's a big unit. Like, it's probably 10, 12 inches long. Oh, wow. And almost as uh, as girthy as, like, a two-liter Coke bottle, almost. Oh, wow. So That is a unit. It's a big unit. Yeah. Those lips are so tight. I feel like I, I could put it on the tip of my dick 
and just let it hang off my dick and it would not go anywhere. Oh, damn. Yeah. So if that's how... Those are like virgin. If that's freaking. how Asian chicks really are, um, I need to go to an Asian country. <laughs> You're going to just walk around with an Asian chick attached to your yes. dick? <laughs> I, w- I would if it, if it was like that. Absolutely. That's awesome. So that was my scary moment with toys. That is pretty scary. Yeah. Ooh. So what's your next... Uh, so the next one, I'm going to kind of skip over it because I'm going to work our way up to it, is the oral as a scary moment. Okay. So. How could oral be scary? Oral was fucking fantastic. I mean, oral is supposed to be fantastic. But every now and then, you have the ones that are a little bit too aggressive. And you kind of get a little bit chewed up. Chewed up, she says. Yeah. Um, that's not really pleasant, I guess. I mean, some people may like it, but for me, being super like sensitive and eating lots of things to keep me nice and lubed up and enjoying what's going on. Well, hey, in whoever's defense, if you told them to eat your pussy, I mean, all right. <laughs> that's on you. If someone took it literally, then yeah, I guess it would be on me. <laughs> Just no. saying. So b- basically, it was it was a very small experience that had taken place, but like. So when was this? I want to say it was at one of the parties. Oh, at one, a party. One of the hotel takeovers. Okay. That someone was like nibbling on my lips, and I'm not a fan of that. And I was just like, "What are you doing?" Was it one of our friend friends? I don't remember. Or was it like random? I think, I don't think it was like a random random. I think like, like he was hanging out with the group. Okay. But I feel like his knowledge of what to do or what ladies like was not what I like. Well, maybe his lady <laughs> likes being nimbled. I mean, it, and that very well could be. That's why I said, you know, some people are into that. I'm just not one of those girls. So it wasn't necessarily like a scary moment, but in a way it was the first time I've had that happen to me. So I was kind of taken aback and I didn't know really how to respond. So I just kind of was like, Oh, and try to like, every time they would like nibble on a spot, I would like pull away from it. Okay. I can see how that's kind of scary. Yeah. Mine when it comes to oral is also from a hotel party. Ooh. And it was when, you drug your teeth so bad that I got a huge bruise on the top of my dick. Oh, that's from my fang. Yeah. Do you remember that? <laughs> that do. huge fucking black and blue mark? Yes, you were so mad at me. Yeah. You were like, what the fuck? I gotta walk around with this huge ass freaking bruise on my dick. It was terrible. It was like the size of a thumbprint on your dick. Yeah. It was pretty bad. Well, I think the problem was is where my tooth caught you was right over a vein. Yes, I think you broke the vein. I might have, or at least did something and to it, it. It did not feel good. Well, no, it wasn't really, like really sensitive to even yes. when like fucked. Like you felt it going in and out of me. Like yeah. you're just like ow, ow. I did. Yeah, that was a bad one. But like the worst part is, as it was happening, like I could tell you were like dragging your teeth a little bit, mm-hmm. and like I think I even smacked you for it or something. I think you did. Yeah, but I was so into it i just let you keep kept going and then afterwards is when 
it was really like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. Yeah. I thought you broke my dick. I mean, that was, that was definitely a bad, a bad time. I don't really know what happened there. I don't remember. Did it get hard the rest of that weekend? Or was that another weekend? Like when peaches got me with the whip? I don't recall. I want to say that you, I think you did still get hard, but we just only had sex because that's what didn't hurt. Like you didn't, you just didn't go back in my mouth, (laughs) my dangerous mouth hole. (laughs) All right. So we still fucked that at that party. Yeah. But I, but I know I didn't do anything with anybody else. No. After that. Cause I was like, I'm not showing them my dick. <laughs> yeah. You were all pat. You were all mad at me because I made your dick have a mark. The only people that saw it were our close friends. Yeah. And then they were all like, because you the told fuck? them about it and they're like, I want to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I never done that before. I don't know if I, I think I was just really drunk Probably. and that's why I wasn't opening my mouth as wide. And like normally I'm usually really good because I know I have a small mouth and you've kind of told me multiple times I have a small mouth and to watch my teeth over and over again. So like it's ingrained in my brain. So that's why I feel like I might've been really drunk and like relaxed my mouth too much. And that's why my tooth hit you. Okay. Stupid fang. (laughs) It's like vampire teeth. (laughs) So what about fucking? Did you have any scary moments with that? Um, so I guess technically two things have, have occurred where I kind of felt like they were fall under the category of being scary. And one of them was way before I got into the lifestyle. And that was when I had a quick fuck and the condom broke mm. and I panicked. So that one, like, I, I mean, like I was on birth control, but I was young so like i wanted to make sure like i'm good i'm completely good because obviously i didn't want a kid at at that point because i think i was like shit i think i was like 16 or just turned 16 so yeah that ain't that should not happen gotcha um but then the other one was (laughs) well actually the other one was recent when we were at the uh sunny rest and we were fucking and I leaned back so like I was facing you missionary and so I went to lean back and like play with my clit and I had squirted and you popped out of me oh no you were on top of me yes in cowgirl right sorry yes and you leaned like way back yes like grabbing my ankles kind of yeah and then when I went to come back down on top of you you hit me like right behind my urethra and I was like, Ooh, I'm like all turned on and everything. Cause like it was a slip and slide. And I went to the bathroom after we were done and there was blood everywhere. And then I was bruised inside, like all up in front. It was so scary. Cause I was like, what the fuck just happened? What did we do? Yeah, that was pretty bad. That was awful. Then you were broken for like three days. I was. And then I was bruised for almost two weeks. Like yeah. I kept checking myself and I was just like, is it going to ever go back to pink? Because right now it's like black and blue. <laughs> yeah. I don't, that was definitely a bad one. That was that was my, my scary, very scary moment of when we had sex. Normally, like we have rough sex and all, but mm-hmm. I don't know what happened that night. 
you just hit the right spot and the right pressure or something. Well, you hit it. Well, yeah. Because you came down on me. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't break your dick, but it almost felt like I did. And that's my scary story <laughs> oh, when God. I was with my ex-wife. Oh. Because she was a bouncer. Oh. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not super big. So if you get a little too aggressive on the bounce, uh, I'm going to pop out. Mm. So she had a tendency to do that. Oh, no. Oh, no. And this is... This happened probably three or four times in our, like, I guess, 13 years together. I mean, together. That's, that's not too bad then. It was pretty fucking bad. Yeah. I mean, like, it's bad that it happens, but, like, I mean, if you were together for that long and it's only happened three or four times, that's That like... hurt so bad. Like, I literally thought I was going to have to go to the hospital one time. Oh, no. Because when she came down, we both stopped and went, well, I screamed because it hurt so bad. Holy shit. And she was like, what was that pop? <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, like, literally went. <gasps> <gasps> I don't think dicks are supposed to do no, that. They're not. Oh, all. no. Like, I'm I'm probably lucky that I did not get any permanent damage from any of the times that she broke my dick. Wow. Is that why you have a curve? No, I actually, I've had that curve my whole life. Oh, all right. So. I was just wondering, because there was always yeah. like that, that theory that well, like, if you had trauma to your dick, that it would curve, it would curve it. Well, it, it does. Oh. It's actually, it has a medical term. I yeah. can't remember what it is right now, but uh, that's what most guys' curves are from. Huh. But I think those are like the really exaggerated curves. Oh. Where mine's just kind of like a banana curve. Yeah. It's not. Like Some to the left nice. or the right or, you it's know, that's nice one, but yeah, I get it. So yeah, that's so almost like, okay. So basically if there was trauma, trauma that actually made the dick bend, it actually would almost be like a bent in like a, yeah. a bent mark yeah. in it where like yours is an actual curve where the other one literally would bend. Yes. And then gotcha. my, my other scary story about sex involves BDSM with, uh, my pain slut submissive. Oh, back in the day. Oh, we're going way back. Yeah, this is way back. <laughs> and uh, so it was a pretty rough scene, and to the point where like there was bruising on her face and neck and all this shit. Oh damn! And she liked being choked. So as she was orgasming, I was choking her, mm-hmm. and she passed out. Has like, this happened before? Not with her, no. Oh. So I'm like mid-stroke and I just like see her head like fall to the side and just, you know, <laughs> and I'm like, Uh-oh. oh, shit. Oh, dear. You know, like I'm young. I'm like 18 at this point and very new to the BDSM scene. And I'm just thinking in my head, like, I just fucked this girl up. Oh, God. Because she told me to. Right. Now I'm going to jail. Oh, God. Like, I'm going to go to jail for the rest of my life for, like, beating and killing this woman. And fucking her at the same time. Yeah. Like, it's... (laughs) There's a lot of bad things right there. I'm done, you know. (laughs) So, I'm, like, shaking her. Like, hey, hey, you know. (laughs) Wake up, wake up. Oh, my gosh. You know, I 
do little smacks on the face and she's just not responding and like i checked she was breathing mm-hmm. you know because at the time i was an emt and so i i checked all that she was alive that's good <laughs> but you know um i was scared shitless and finally she like comes out of it and she's like that was the best orgasm ever i'm like you're like i thought you died you just fucking died <laughs> like <laughs> how is that the best ever you don't even know what happened <laughs> yeah so that was like that was probably the scariest thing that's ever happened to me yeah that that sounds pretty scary so that's mine i think you won on the scary yay <laughs> <laughs> i feel like when i win you know what you win <laughs> That big emotional old, damage. I mean, yes, you've got the emotional damage, but to help you with that emotional damage is downstairs. There's the big orange bucket. There's a bunch of candy in there. Go fill Ooh, yourself up. Candy. <laughs> Make yourself feel better. Yes. yes. It's not a stripper though, right? No. Oh. It's not. Well, shit. I thought candy was a stripper. Oh, we did have a candy that was a stripper, didn't we? <laughs> Probably. I think we did. I think we did. So what's next on our list? So next is our BDSM kink and talking about knife play and CNC play because two of my favorites. It is Halloween, and so like Michael Myers. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and Jason with his machete. Yes, and Freddy with his knife hands. His nice fingers. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like, I'm a, I don't know what it is, but like these, the girls that are finding it attractive, like I almost seriously wonder. Finding what attractive? But finding like knife, knife play attractive, like it turns them on. I mean, that's the whole point of the knife play. Yes. Um, but the whole horror movies with, you know, Michael Myers, mm-hmm. like <laughs> I almost wonder. How would they, how would Michael Myers be like if they had some chick that'd be like, take me? <laughs> He'd be like, what? That's uh, not how this works. Yeah. I mean, knife play is super hot yeah. when done safely and correctly. It's, it's more about the mental aspect than it is the physical aspect of doing any cutting. So like the, the leading up to it potentially happening. Yes. It's the mind fuck. Gotcha. Because, I mean, now granted, people do like to be cut. Yeah. You know, it releases endorphins and all that stuff, mm-hmm. which is why people do it for self-harming and all that when they have emotional issues because it can release those endorphins and chemicals in your brain that make you feel better. That makes sense. Uh, but in the BDSM sense, I use it as a mind fuck because okay. it's the adrenaline and that fear of like that you not gets knowing. people excited yeah i mean one of my favorite things to do is you blindfold somebody or make sure that they can't see what you're doing okay and <clears throat> you can use the real knife like just the the back edge of it not the blade like the top yes like the top of the blade so this part right here yes okay and uh, you can use that and kind of trace it over their skin and stuff or like along their cheek. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> so that they can feel the metal. Right. So they feel like that coldness. Yes. Okay. And then you 
switch it up and you use like a credit card. Oh, and, and then, then you, you can make, put like a little bit more pressure yeah, and with it. You put it. pressure on it. Okay. Yep. And uh, sometimes, what I like to do. Oh, you're giving me goosebumps. <laughs> to really freak somebody out, uh-huh. like for somebody that does not want to be cut, mm-hmm. what I'll do, as long as you know, I have their consent to push the, their limits. Okay. What I'll do is, as I'm running the credit card along their skin, mm-hmm. I'll have a bottle of like warm liquid oh and just kind of dribble it oh so they think they're actually being cut yeah so that it feels like blood oh is running out of them oh man yeah that's definitely going to be a mind fuck right there yeah that's like i almost feel like i'd want to try it yeah but now you're now you know my secrets but (laughs) but no that doesn't mean that like i'm gonna be thinking of your secrets Uh when that time happens because like you're not gonna devolve that in like the first time we do it and like depending on like one i've never done any knife play because that was always my hard limit right well we'll have to to set that up if you want to do it yeah I kind of want to. I mean, I definitely want to. I mean, this isn't knife play, but the whole wax thing. Well, yeah. I want to do that just because I'm. And then scrape it off with a knife. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what I've been trying to get you to do for years. But. Yeah. I don't know why I was like, no. Well, probably just because I had that mental thing of like, oh my God, no, not a knife. What? No. Yeah. And now I'm just like, fucking yeah, do it. Okay. Well, (laughs) we'll set that up and then we'll have to let the listeners know how that went. Well, yeah, we'll freaking record that shit. Well, we can't put it on OnlyFans because that's a knife. Oh, well, damn. You can't put any weapons on OnlyFans. Well, we have the pretend one. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we're going to do some knife play here eventually. Yeah. Uh, but we have to start wrapping this up. So we're going to get onto consensual non-consent or CNC. Yes. Uh, which a lot of people refer to as rape play. Yeah. Uh, it's one of my favorite things to do. It is. You have all the knowledge on this one. Uh, basically, I mean, there's not a lot to it. Okay. It's just you give consent to basically allow me or somebody to do whatever you allow us to do. Like you give us a list of limits. Okay. And anything within those limits is fair game at any time. Like right. um, it's usually a surprise because it's supposed to feel like. Like a real life event. Yes. Okay. And that's what builds up the fear and anxiety and all that about it. Okay. Um, Now, some people get really crazy with it and will literally like kidnap people from like their job. Oh. You know, like they're like they're they're leaving work work and they'll grab them. Yep. Like they'll have people help them, like throw them in a trunk or in a van. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. It's pretty crazy. So it's definitely something that has to be planned out. Yeah. Uh, Has to be executed safely and legally. Yes. You know, <laughs> you don't want to be like kidnapping your partner into the trunk of their car at work and then someone calling and right. being like, um, I just saw this activity happen and I work with her and all of a sudden she's missing. <laughs> yes. And I mean, it's a super hot thing to me, which is weird because I'm, I'm totally against rape. Right. I mean, I almost died protecting somebody because of all that. And here I am. That's one of my biggest kinks. Really? But... I do it safely, safely and consensually. Right. Those Uh, are two very important things when it comes to that. But I have so much fun doing it because it really allows you to be that like 
primal hunter. Mm, yeah. You know, okay. where you like stalk and choose your prey and then yeah. once you capture it, you just devour it however it's like you want. The ultimate role play. It is. It's hot. It is. And I mean, I've only done it where there's basically no real limits, obviously, besides like don't really hurt somebody. Right. Um, and that gives the person doing the acting a lot of freedom on what they can do in that scene, which okay. makes it a lot of fun. That sounds like it would be a lot of fun. Cause I don't think for me, if there was a lot of limits placed on what I could do, mm-hmm. it would be very fun for me to do. Gotcha. Cause then I would feel like, well, this is just another scene that we're doing, you know, like a normal scene. Right. So it kind of, it's literally like the top tier of what you can do. Right. Cause like when we have a rough scene, no doesn't mean no. Right. You, you know, stop doesn't mean stop. Right. So that's nothing new. Right. But like, say with the knife play, mm-hmm. like I could use a knife to kind of like kidnap you. Yeah. And use that against you and all that. And you would be totally freaked out about it. Give me goosebumps again. Ah! <laughs> so, yeah, that's. That's one of my biggest kinks. Um, and I get to be super degrading and stuff during that, which is like your other- another huge kink. Yeah. You know, because then I don't have to worry about going too far. Right. Because it's literally like I want it to be as real as possible. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to filter what I say. That makes sense. So, yeah, it definitely gives you that full on. This is real life. Could it ha- could happen? Right. But now on the bottom or submissives or slave side, you know, this is all happening in a controlled environment mm-hmm. where, you know, they have given the permission to do this. So therefore they are in control, even though they're not in control right. physically. Right. Like in the back of your mind, you have to keep in mind that you consented to this and you are in control. You are, you're not actually, you know, having this happen without you wanting it. Right. And now, like, obviously, if things went too far and somebody safe words, mm-hmm. then you stop. Like, right. it, and the, as hot as case, the scene may be, you know, if someone's really freaking out, having a hard time with it, mm-hmm. then that's where it needs to stop. Because you don't want to do any damage to anybody, you know. Right. And that's mentally, definitely. Emotionally or physically. A topic like that or a scene like that is definitely where you would have to be very cautious and, and watch for things like that. Absolutely. So if you're going to do that, be careful. Uh, and if you have any questions about all of that, please feel free to email us or hit us up on Facebook. Um, we have to keep this show rolling here. So we are going to go into our closing topic, yes. which is a fun little game that we made up for Halloween. It's called, what do we call it? It's just trick or treat. Trick or treat. Yeah. I didn't type my stuff right. <laughs> I was like, why did I call that? Yeah. <laughs> yes. It is a game that is based off of that TikTok trend where people say, uh, he's a six, but he has $10 million in his bank account. Right. And then obviously that makes him a 10 to most people. So we're doing a little play on that where it's going to be either a trick mm-hmm. or, a, or treat. a treat. All right. I'm going to make you go first. Okay. 
So she's got a badonkadonk, but her personality is just kind of dull. Mm. Well, I'm going to say that that would still be a treat. Okay. Because as long as she's not a bitch and I can get along with her, mm-hmm. if she got a fat ass, I'm probably going to want to bang. All right. So that's a treat. That's a treat. You got a treat there. Put that in my little McDonald's treat bucket. Yeah. You want me to give you another one? Sure. Okay. She's super smart, nerdy, and easy to talk to, but doesn't have anything you're normally attracted to. Hmm. I'm going to say that's a trick. Yeah. Just because you didn't say if there was anything I'd be attracted to other than the things that you listed. I mean, there has to be some sort of physical attraction. So if there's no physical attraction, then that's a trick because all that other stuff would turn me on. But if there's no physical attraction, you're just kind of stuck, just stuck there. All right. All right. So for you, yeah, he's super attractive Mm -hmm. and has a great personality. Okay. But he has a huge dick. Oh, damn. That's going to be a trick. A trick. Yeah. People listening are going to be like, what? That's like the 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 Holy Holy Grail. Grail. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So... Like I have said, and it's come up quite a few times about dick sizes for me, is I don't need no Monster Kong dick trying to get into my tight little hoo-ha and then ruin my week because I can't do anything and I'm sore and I'm like, this this sucks. So unfortunately, he might be everything else, but if he's got a big-ass cock, it ain't happening. Sorry. So, a little trick there. It is a trick. And... She's everything you want in a woman, but okay. she's only dominant with women. Oh, damn. How's this going to play out? Oh, that's a tough one. If she's only dominant with women, like that she, and there's no compromise, that's going to be a trick. Mm. So e- even like you couldn't play your switch role on that one. Like You couldn't be like, okay, I- I'll sub to you. I couldn't because I already am submissive to you that I need to be able to be dominant towards females. I don't have to be, but I also can't be stuck just being being submissive submissive for everybody. I can't do that. Okay. So it's unfortunately a trick. All right. Your next one. She's super pretty, built perfect in all the right places, but she's a starfish. That's a fucking trick. Oh. What the hell is a starfish going to do for me? Like, Be a pretty starfish. Lay there and look pretty. <laughs> I can just turn on Pornhub and look at somebody pretty who's doing actual work and just pretend like they're doing work on me. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I might as well just have like a sex doll, like a blow up sex doll laying there. That's it might so actually, it might be better. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't do the starfish. Sorry. Right. No starfish for Pedro. All right. It's a couple and you are into both of them, but they only want to play with you. Oh. So no Pedro. Mm. That's going to be a trick. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Cause like I'm not a unicorn and like, I would feel like that would be the pursuit. But even if you're into both of them, like the guy's cute. He's easy to get along with. He's in your size range. 
Oh, well, now you're giving me other things. Well, I mean, that's. I mean, it's a couple, and you are into both of them. So that's you know that's what I meant. Like you're into them. Like if it was a all full right. swap thing, you'd be all about the guy. Is what I'm saying. All right, then I guess that one would be a treat. Okay, so you would use that as a treat. Yeah, like a one-time treat. <laughs> <laughs> One time. Okay. Because it's not like an ideal thing, but like, I mean, it could happen. So. Okay. All right. And your last one. Oh, I got one more. Yep. Okay. He's cute and easy to get along with. He will let you peg him. Ooh. But he has to fuck you too. I mean, that's kind of the best of both worlds there because I get to peg him. And that would be like one of my ultimate fantasies coming true. Right. So you'd be super turned on. Right. And then when right. you're done, you would want him to fuck you. Yeah. That's going to be a treat. Like hands down. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, Those there you have some it. Good ones. Trick or treat. Looks like we had a pretty. Uh, pretty good Halloween there. Yeah. Maybe one day we'll actually get to do some of that on Halloween. That would again. be awesome. Oh, my God. All right. Well, that's going to do it for show number 13. Yes. Our fucking A. 13th episode <laughs> for Halloween. Could not plan that any better. Yep. So uh, if you guys have any questions or comments, make sure that you send them to us at the kitchen sink, ENM and kink at gmail.com. Or you can go on our Facebook page. Uh, we're also on TikTok and Instagram. So hit us up there. And also, please. If you listen to this show, make sure that you give us five stars and leave a review that helps us grow yes, so that more do. people can see our show on all the different platforms. Uh, we'd really appreciate that. And uh, also, there is still time if you want to get in on the Naughty Gym Challenge oh, that, yes, yes, uh, that is going on through the Swinger Society. Mm -hmm. You just have to go to the swingersociety.net and you can sign up for the naughty gym challenge there it's only a dollar for four weeks mm -hmm. and they're going to help you with your fitness and nutrition goals to help make sure that you stay in shape over the holiday season so that when it's time to play again you're still looking great I think it'll be great and it's a lot of fun. We've already done our first week in it. Yep. And it's been pretty badass. A lot of good workouts, a lot of good information on eating right. And also it's been helping in the bedroom. Yeah. So definitely. <laughs> There's been a lot more libido going on for sure. There has. Yeah. <laughs> so make sure you check that out if uh, you're looking to get into a little bit better shape this holiday season. And uh, we will see you next week. Have fun, everybody. And that's our show, everybody. You can find us on our socials on TikTok at KSENM and Kink Podcast, at Tink Swings One, and at JUST underscore Pedro83. We're also on Instagram at KSENM and Kink Podcast. And of course, you can find us on our OnlyFans at KSENM and Kink Podcast, which for $5.99 a month, you can go behind the scenes when we record our shows and watch all the sexy videos and uh, the toy reviews and all that. We are also going to be streaming live on OnlyFans when we do our recordings on Friday evenings. So be sure to check that out. We'd really appreciate it if you do. 
Um, and Tink's OnlyFans is at Pixie, P-I-X-I-E-I-N-D-I-X-I-E 69. Pixie in Dixie 69. You can also find us on SLS.com. Our username there is Pedro and Tink. So if you are in Alabama and want to get together, let us know. We appreciate you guys listening, and we'll see you next week.